I'd like to start by reading a passage from the larger sutra, the Pure Land Sutra, which describes Amida Buddha living um, an ideal life as a bodhisattva, being that uh, perfect, perfect person. So Amida, it says that Amida cherished no thought and had no impulse towards greed, anger or harm. He had no attachment to objects of the senses. He had perfect control of himself. He was never afraid of going through all kinds of hardships. He had few wants and knew when to be content. He was free from defilement, anger and folly. Always in a state of concentration, he was tranquility itself. His wisdom knew no bounds and harbored no thoughts of falsehood, hypocrisy or toadyism. His expressions were full of tenderness. His speech was loving kindness itself. He knew well beforehand what people wanted and looked after them. He was brave and strenuous and his active mind knew no fatigue. Looking always for things free from impurity, he was bent on benefiting all beings. He paid due reverence to the triple treasure, Buddha, Dharma and Sangha, and served well his teachers and elders. Fortifying himself richly with things of value, he carried out all kinds of practice and made all beings perform deeds of merits. What a beautiful description of Amida as he went forwards in his aim of perfecting his, himself so he could help others. And as I read this passage, I have a mix of feelings. One of the things that's always um, felt uncomfortable to me about spiritual practice or, um, or religion are the descriptions of how, how we should be if we are good spiritual people. And for many years, I read these descriptions and felt worse about myself because I fall so short. I fall so short of this description. I don't manage to look after people. I'm not brave and strenuous all the time. I'm certainly not free from defilement, anger and folly. And one way to encounter these texts is to see them as instructions or maps for where we should be pushing ourselves, for where we should be aiming and working at and improving day by day. I'm not saying that it's not helpful to try to improve ourselves and um, I don't think I'm going to be able to give that up anyway. But what has become clearer and clearer to me as I've moved, uh, move, I was going to say moved forwards, but maybe just as I've got older, as, as the years have ticked by, is that the description of Amida is a description of how a person naturally behaves when they are full of faith, when they are no longer afraid of being um, hurt by others or the world, 
when they don't need to prop themselves up in various ways, when they rest instead on something infinite, something reliable that holds them and that this sense of being held leads naturally to a kind of freedom to express the compassion that is that wells inside us naturally that 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 is already springing up without us having to force anything or push anything or try <laughs> not sure if you can hear the fly buzzing around my room maybe the fly's got a message for me that, that there's always a fly, there's always a fly in the ointment. Um, and maybe that's okay too, maybe that's a part of what happens naturally when we become more settled, more, more full of faith, um, that, that there's no such thing as perfection in this lifetime. And so maybe there's a reminder to not just trust that as I um, as I relax and settle into the three jewels, the, the Buddha, the Dharma and the Sangha, that I begin to resemble Amida a tiny bit more, to also remember that there is no point in expecting that I will become a Buddha. I know that some schools of Buddhism talk about enlightenment in this lifetime. Um, and I think that, that I've certainly had glimpses of something that, that come and go very quickly. Uh, but as a Pure Land Buddhist, it's quite a relief to me that I don't need to worry about that. That, that it's, not, um, it's not likely, it's not likely that I will become this description, this description of the perfect person with infinite patience and, and able to give freely without limits. And maybe that brings me to the other wonderful thing about Pure Land Buddhism, which is that I am loved by Amida, the one who, who did perfect themselves over many, many, many lifetimes. I am loved by that being or that personification of love, however you want to see it, just as I am right now. That, that with all of the flaws and limitations and frailties and vulnerabilities that, that right in this moment, Amida is able to see me through the eyes of the Buddha perfect understanding and patience and accept me right now and as I have a little taste of that acceptance which again comes and goes and it's hard to believe that it's true I can again relax I can relax and allow those natural qualities to arise in me as they will so when I read the description again I see that these qualities are a byproduct of Amida's great faith, Amida's great inspiration in the Buddha that came before them, that they're not trying to be generous, they just are generous. They're not trying to control themselves, they just are in control. 
never afraid of going through any kind of hardships, few wants, and knew when to be content. There's something that feels uh, gentler about the text as I remember these things. And I hope that you might find a little bit of gentleness for yourself. Thank you.